Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome back. We have why the Hoover Christmas tree isn't yet lit. Who made it into the State Sports Hall of Fame and an Alabama singer to keep an eye on. I'm Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. The city of Hoover has postponed its Christmas tree lighting, the AP reports, in the wake of a police shooting of a black man at the River Chase Galleria Mall and the subsequent protesting that has taken place. The statement from the city, quote, We want healing for the community, and we invite all persons of every faith to pray for the Bradford family and encourage all houses of worship to pray for God's help in unifying our community. The tree was scheduled to be lit Wednesday night and demonstrators had said they would be in attendance. One of the activists leading demonstrators has said that they would, quote, shut down Hoover if we have to. And protesters had gathered outside the house of Hoover Mayor Frank Bricado Monday night to demand they see any applicable video related to the Thanksgiving night shooting. Hoover police have said they're not going to be releasing that video, which they provided to the Alabama law enforcement agency who is conducting the investigation. AL.com's Roy S. Johnson reports that Hoover's mayor, police chief, and a city councilman personally apologized to the family of E.J. Bradford Jr. on Tuesday for initially identifying Bradford as the gunman in the shooting that happened just before Bradford was killed. As you probably already know, police came back the next day and said that although Bradford had a gun and may have been somehow involved in the altercation that led to the shooting, they no longer believed it was Bradford who shot two people that night. There are a couple ways the state can see a rise in tax revenue. The first is through new or higher taxes, which can be necessary and almost always works in the short term, but can also be a drag, literally and figuratively. The other way is through economic growth, which will surely take any time. AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that the state's revenues grew faster over the past year than at any time since the Great Recession. Acting State Finance Director Kelly Butler said the tax dollars that go into the Education Trust Fund were $428 million higher in fiscal 2018 than they had been in fiscal 2017. That's 6.8% growth. The ETF gets most of its funding through income and sales taxes, which makes sense that it would go up with workforce numbers hitting record highs and unemployment hitting record lows over the past several months. More of us are making money and paying income taxes, and when we get it, Lord knows we know how to spend it and pay those sales taxes. The Alabama Sports Hall of Fame has announced its 2019 induction class. AL.com's Josh Bean reports. Here's who they are. Tommy Agee from Maplesville, fullback who shared the backfield with Bo Jackson at Auburn and Emmett Smith with the Cowboys. Bill Burgess from Birmingham played football at Auburn, 
coached high school ball at Banks, Woodlawn, and Oxford, and coached Jacksonville State for 12 seasons, including one Division II national championship. Willie Davenport of Troy ran the 110 hurdles at Olympics during the 60s and 70s. Luis Gonzalez played baseball at South Alabama, then with the Diamondbacks and a bunch of other major league teams. Bud Moore from Jasper coached college football as an assistant at Alabama and several other schools, and then as a head coach at Kansas. Antonio Langham from Town Creek, star cornerback at Alabama and NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. Steve Savarese grew up in Leeds. He coached Daphne to a state title, then served as executive director of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. And Catherine Reddick Whitehill. She played soccer at Briarwood Christian, was a star at North Carolina, then was a decorated defensive player for the U.S. national team for a decade. You might want to keep an eye on Kurt J. as the season of The Voice heats up. AL.com's Mary Colerso has kept up with Jay, who folks back home may know as Kurt Johnson. He's from Bay Minette, and he now lives in Montgomery and performs there with Kurt J. and Country Funk. Blake Shelton picked him up for his team on the singing competition. On Monday night, he sang Sam Hunt's Body Like a Back Road. And, well, despite that selection, dude can sing well enough that he's in the top ten of the show. He's also covered Lone Star and Rascal Flatts ballads in recent weeks. The Voice airs Monday nights on NBC. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Y'all come by and see us anytime on the World Wide Web at AL.com. <laughs>